in five, four, three, two, one. Hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome to the 52th episode of the Nerd Hour podcast. We had an issue, so now I'm saying the numbers at the beginning of every last one. So what's up? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling productive today, which is kind of odd. Today's supposed to be my day off from being productive, so I'm supposed to like kick back, play video games, and like watch anime. But I'm mm-hmm. like gung ho right now. <laughs> yeah, I was um because was it what's the name of the show called Tower of God ended last Wednesday. Um, I got into reading the web comic so i was like it's pretty good really good (laughs) i did binge like a ton of chapters in like two days so i'm taking a break off of it right now which i think is like the main reason why i stopped reading manga for a little bit is because I would I have I know this about myself I do have an I, I have an addictive personality when it comes to like stuff that I really like, um, yeah, yeah. So when it came to like that. anime and manga, that's why I like I reduced uh, myself to like watching one to two anime shows at a time because otherwise I'll be sitting up here binge watching like these quick 26 episode run shows i'll probably binge watch like three of them in like two days like it ain't like shit and then no sunlight coming out like this world is bleak everybody should die type of situation uh well for me the reason um i i feel that so much the reason is similar but it's just um it would uh cause me to be extremely like unhealthy circumstances considering my schedule is tight enough as it is but imagine my schedule and then like the few hours that i do sleep are then taken up from me just laying in my bed trying to get at the end of like a month which i know i'm not going yeah, to get to. i was going to say the only thing that will hurt for my schedule is the fact that i wouldn't get much sleep that's the only thing that will hurt i would get everything done that i need to in that day probably get it done quick and then chill and watch or read manga the entire time without without even breathing or going to the bathroom (laughs) Um, for the most part but if i'm like tired enough uh if waking up from a podcast i'm definitely not i probably won't stream for the day you know what i mean but um it's just like if i'm too tired and i know i have like a whole nother like i don't know like 12 hours of the day to get through and then i'm all like mm-hmm. uh guys i'll be really honest with my community or the few people that come and watch i'll be like guys i'll put it up in announcements in discord but like, guys look man i'm really really tired i fucked up i started reading this and i went to sleep if i stream now i'll be running on two hours of sleep for the whole day yeah. i'm going to sleep guys <laughs> was it i um I, I, I want to say this, even though I, I know we don't get like a lot of listens to the podcast, but I've been noticing though, uh, I haven't looked at the Spotify um, stats or the, or the um, iTunes stats for a minute. Hmm. And I have no idea how to look up the iHeart stats, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw that YouTube was, um had some numbers. I don't know if that's, uh, 
it, it, they're not big, but I saw that YouTube had a few numbers, and I was like, wow, okay. Um, I, um, I was looking at it um, while I was there, just messing up, trying to fig- figure out like what the numbering was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I looked over, and I was like, oh, okay, we got this here. And then I saw like a comment from like four months ago that I never got to. I'm like, of course, you know what I mean? So I'm trying to see yeah. all the way up to like Twitter. We could also do YouTube comments too. Yeah, 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 but, um, yeah. <laughs> I answered the comment. It was on the episode with uh, we we're talking about why that Harley Quinn movie uh, flopped. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah, episode, yeah. Which episode was it? A while yeah. ago. That's all I need to say. <laughs> A while ago, right? right, right. It's like, man, I wish this uh, this didn't flop. And I wrote down like, yeah, man, DC's been having like a real rough run of the uh, what you might call it, the rough run of like uh, live action shows recently yeah catch a break and stuff like that yeah i remember seeing that comment and i'm like okay i'm gonna respond to it later and i never did (laughs) so i should have responded to it at the time when i saw it uh but i think that's one of like there's like specific things that like that i look at myself and i feel like that i'm flawed in and i want to try to fix you know what i mean i'm very uh i would say low energy and like i mean i don't know whether to call it like lazy or anything it's just like there are times if there's a specific time that I'll get a message, I'll be like, I have no energy to respond to this right now. So I'll do it later. And I never get around to it. And well, I, the I reason really want to fix that. Well, the reason for me is the fact that I didn't have anything to say at that moment. And I wanted to think of my response and then send it. I just forgot to do that part. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. that was my problem. I should have took the time then i don't know if i were doing something i was doing something at the moment or if i was driving but um i think the best the best thing to do is um I think yeah i wanted to a lot of content creators do is um mm-hmm. they make time out of the day and i think like uh maybe like a saturday morning might be like a best time for me to just like scroll through and see if there's any comments on youtube maybe well like the only more proactive. the only reason why i bring it up is because um since we have a small little group of listeners um and i hate to be uh debbie downer i guess no 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 no. that's not what i'm thinking about is i hate to be a debbie downer but it does need to be said at the same time yeah um the fact that the conversation for blm is dying down and i definitely um there's still like a lot of people trying to you know fight for a conversation to be had but like support everywhere is like dying down like super fast um and it's sad (laughs) because it's like it's a it's a cycle it really is (laughs) that's been like weighing in on me like all week and then everybody's talking about fourth of july and shit like that and i'm like what is there to celebrate i saw a really cool tweet uh about fourth of july and i've been saying this all week too uh he said you gonna do it like somebody asked me what you gonna you gonna do anything for fourth of july i said for what i ain't got shit to celebrate for what my american pride my american pride doesn't exist because i'm not even accepted here (laughs) and 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 then I get looked at like I'm crazy, <laughs> but I, I do mean what I say. And then I saw a tweet. Yeah. Um, it was a couple of different tweets, but I saw one tweet that was saying like, um, 
y'all like black people shooting off uh fire, uh, fireworks and shit and because y'all think we got american pride nah nah niggas we like we like barbecues and fireworks that's why we doing it <laughs> and i was like it's like we like barbecues and fireworks that's all we ain't got no pride and then there was another one that was that was very uh similar to what what i said is like um about i have no pride when there's a country that doesn't accept me in this and that um and i was like that's real that's real and then um I, i don't know it was just like it was good. It felt good to know that I wasn't the only one feeling that way. Cause I, I damn like for the past couple of years, I haven't been celebrating the 4th of July. It just doesn't have a significant meaning anymore uh, to me. Yeah. Uh, so I think <laughs> being in the place that I'm at, which is, you know, I'm Haitian, right? Mm. I think Haitian independence day or our day in general would be something that I was like more even excited more. You know what I mean? I wouldn't even say excited. Mm-hmm. I was like more, more towards that than I would be the 4th of July. Every time yeah. the 4th of July comes around, I always think about doing something for someone else, like uh kids or my baby sister. I'm like, I should probably mm-hmm. just take her out while I have the opportunity. But I don't think I was ever much of a like a uh, 4th of July guy myself. The, the, my thing is too, you know I mean? my, my stepsister's birthday falls on the 4th of July. So whenever we celebrated 4th of July, it wasn't for American pride. It was for her. So uh, it never meant American pride either for us. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, oh, it's, it's her birthday. Let's celebrate her birthday. Let's go get fireworks because everybody's getting fireworks on the 4th of July anyway. And then yeah. let's shoot those off because we like pretty colors. Let's cook some food because one is her birthday and one we like to cook food. Uh, <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I've been recollecting and a lot of questionable moments in my history. Mm. And I don't know if you could tell that I'm like, I'm saying this and I'm saying it with a smile on my face. Cause I'm just thinking <laughs> my, I, I, I blocked out a lot of racist shit in my life. Like, I don't know if I was to like sort it out. I don't I don't know if it was like oblivious like me being just oblivious to the whole situation or to everything. But um one moment very particular that that stuck with me is I had these um two friends back in middle school, two white two, two white kids. And um I don't know this was English class. I don't remember what book we're reading. And for for I think like a whole month, I just allowed them to call me Kunta Kinte, a.k.a. Toby. What? Uh, I don't know. Middle school, sixth grade, (laughs) (laughs) whatever age that is. But like middle school and even like the beginning of like high school, I didn't have much of a backbone. So yeah, I, I mean, but I mean, I had a backbone. I just I don't know what it was. Maybe it was because yeah. I didn't. Maybe I didn't know the reference to Kunta Kinte. Uh, so it uh, wasn't so overt to me. Like if somebody called me the nigga, like the N word, because yeah. somebody did call me the N word back in the sixth grade, and they got their ass whipped for it. So oh, God. I wish I had. I, I had I had a backbone. Uh-huh. It's just. 
maybe maybe because I didn't I don't know if I knew the reference to Kunta Kente back then. I just don't know. But now I'm looking at it. I'm like, why were those two kids my friends? Like, right. and then and in high school, and I still didn't like I I for, completely forgot about it got forgotten about it at the time and like mm-hmm. i would see them around one of them i was still cool with and we would talk and everything yeah. uh but i mean we didn't like hang out or nothing like that the other one i see them in passing and say hey what's up but I'm, now i'm like i'm like did they know it was racist or did they just think oh that was a cool name at the age and how young they were i don't know because yeah, the one that kept the, when we got in high school, the one was still talking to me like a hey, shit happened. I mean, he didn't keep calling me that. He called me by my actual my given name. So yeah, yeah. maybe he found out later on. It's like, oh, damn, we should have never started some bullshit like this. Right. And right. 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 So tell, especially since, like in my boat, you know, I mean, I'm just hearing of the story. I don't know anything about their character. <laughs> Whether they're I, I can't self correct or <laughs> yeah, I can't explain their character because we're not that close of a friend either. So, never know, <laughs> right? So I was like, little shits like, when we were younger, uh, I, and I think a lot of us just weren't aware of how much of a little shit we were until we got older and realized, wow, yeah, I was because I was, I was just like, I was just so there's a. Um, the Netflix documentary, um, hmm. what is it called? 13th or 13. It's about the 13th amendment. Shit. It's on YouTube, uh, on the, on the thing. If you want to watch it on there, I, I, I carved out that time block and I was like, well, I'm not doing anything for the next, like, I forgot how long it was. I, let's say two hours. I'm not doing anything for the next two I hours. So I'm going to sit here long. and watch this. Yeah. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to watch it. I watched it all the way through and everything, like every, uh, I don't want to say every plot point, but every uh, point that was said and I heard, I was listening and I remembered spe- specific parts in my past that like echoed that moment. And I was like, yeah. holy shit. It was like, <laughs> just like, I, it was just, I was, I was dumbfounded. I was really, I really was dumbfounded. I was like, yeah. this is crazy. Um, but um, I had like a, intellectual kind of talk i'm sorry i feel like i just cut you off no you good you good <laughs> yeah, yeah go ahead i was having a like sort of an intellectual conversation well it was more of me like probing my little sister and mm-hmm. trying to see what state her mind's in and like how, how mature she is and mm-hmm. i like i came up with this decision decision that she's relatively mature relatively you know i mean she's something <laughs> she needs to learn but um uh she would ask like questions like why can't they you know just not use a chokehold on people right and then i would have to like give her like a counter argument it's like these things tend to be a little bit difficult because they can't use their guns because they don't want to kill somebody right tasers if somebody has a uh a heart defect or a peacemaker they don't know that effect on them either so now for them, they thought the chokehold was the safest thing. And then they find out that's pretty dangerous too, especially, mm-hmm. um, I think it was the bar chokehold they said was the dangerous one. And then they had another one that was squeezed on a blood vessel that's within the neck, the cardioid artery or something like that. I don't know. I might be right. Might be wrong. But- <laughs> <laughs> the carotid yeah. artery. The carotid, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Cardioid <laughs> is, is the microphone. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah, the microphone, your neck, the one that's in your neck, the microphone in your, I'm just fine. <laughs> but yeah, um, the that artery, because I don't remember it anymore, um, 
that one seemed to was supposed to be like the safest and stuff like that. And back in the day, they were dealing with people who were taking this drug that would like that was so would like they were like superhuman strength or mm-hmm. something like that, right? So for them, they needed a way to so they said. somebody down safely. Yeah, so yeah. they said. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um, I'm like, the situation comes from like, um, how do you take somebody that is like, you know, because a lot of black folks out here, we're like huge. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We don't even we don't even have to work out for it. You know what I mean? There was people training their whole lives to be huge, and some of us just we I was made like this. You know what I mean? So now you yeah. see somebody that's in front of you towering like six, seven feet tall, and not only is he tall, he's just fucking big and yeah. for no reason. How do you take somebody down like that safely? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, a, it, that's where the problem comes up. It doesn't mean that a it's okay for like you know the fact that these black people are getting like killed and hurt because of that. Mm-hmm. But there's, I, I, yeah, I was trying to I tried to explain it to you. It's uh, like, it's a difficult yeah. situation. That there's um, yeah, there's several things. Um, one, let's 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 talk about the uh being on a drug that makes superhuman abilities, and then I did interject that. Though is and said as they would say you know yeah back then or even now as they would say now um or claim what is what happening i should say much better Mm -hmm. um so i don't know if you heard of elijah mcclain he Mm -hmm. he died um during police custody he's he was like 23 I forget. I don't remember when he died. Maybe this article says it. Um, but he was on the spectrum of autism. He mm-hmm. was. I think this was last year when he passed. He was coming from a store. He had a ski mask on, a jacket, hood. He was on the spectrum of autism, so this was like what made him safe and stuff. Mm-hmm. What made him? Yeah, made him feel safe. Um. And somebody called the cops saying there's a suspicious person walking around in a ski mask. On the dispatcher asked, does he have a gun? Did he do anything? All answers were no. So cops come. He's walking home from the store. He paid for everything. He's walking home from the store. Uh, cops stop him, tackle him to the ground. He... It's oh my god, it's sad if you watch the video and if you read it, it's even worse. But at that, I'm not gonna go all the way through it. Um, but at the end of the of the video, the cops claim that he had superhuman strength. He's on something. He hadn't, you know. They do the coroner does the autopsy and everything. Nothing in the system. Not a damn thing. Um, he doesn't even he, look like the type to take drugs, to be honest with you. Honest. He he died, I think, on the scene when they put him in the ambulance. They uh, and this was another chokehold uh, victim. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, he he died, I think, either in on the scene or in the ambulance because the cops told the EMTs that arrived to dose him up full of ketamine uh which i guess is what they use to calm down drugged out people but this is a kid not on drugs so they gave him a shit ton of ketamine so but they can't the coroner couldn't decide what 
Like, was it the lack of oxygen getting to his uh, brain that killed him? Was it the ketamine that killed him? Did he have know, like man. time for a heart attack? So they couldn't decide that. So the cops got away scot free off of that. So now they're trying to reopen that case. Um, so yeah, kind of this up. is the bullshit. What about? Oh, he's he's clearly on something. The choke him out type of crap. Um, it depends, though. Honestly. But I, I'm a, I'm gonna get on the choke out part. We can talk about it. I'm I'm gonna get the yeah, choke yeah. out. So, um, as a far as far as um somebody should do something about chokeholds. So, mm-hmm. as a PR move, the president uh, signed an executive order to ban chokeholds and and i'm gonna give a slight backstory so if you watch the 13th uh documentary mm-hmm. they talk about um the abolishment of slavery but when when came the abolishment of slavery there's new laws that came to came into effect to not be slavery but still is slavery and then once that wasn't cool then they had changed this law to to continue to subjugate black people watch mm-hmm. you and whoever's listening watch that documentary you'll learn you'll learn a, like a lot of shit um so this is the problem that i have with the president's executive order that bans chokeholds because really that's the not even the minimum that you should do that if you if your police reform was i'm a ban chokeholds that's not enough um, right. So his ban chokehold came with a caveat, um, which was uh, chokeholds are banned unless a cop feels like his life is in danger. Bruh. So a cop will always feel like his life is in danger, no matter what, just to justify that chokehold. Mm-hmm. So we're going to continue to have moments like this. It's like, well, there's a law banning chokeholds. No, there's not. The law states if the cop feels like he's threatened. So when he goes to write that police report, yeah, once he fills out that police report, he's like, I felt my life was threatened. I performed a chokehold. Your life wasn't threatened with this with this kid whose face was already in the ground, throwing up, sitting in his own vomit saying i'm sorry i'm sorry i didn't mean to when he doesn't even know what he's apologizing for yeah yeah george floyd didn't do shit either and he's over here uh, asking his mama his deceased mom from help for help and like you still because it's a large black man (laughs) y'all feel like yeah like elijah not even big he's skinny as a toothpick yeah, yeah. Here's the thing, though, right? I do sometimes, <laughs> like, I don't know if it's like just my pride in like uh, being African American in general, or just African. I'm just gonna say African, <laughs> right? Hey, well, like, you're technically like, Haitian American. Yeah, technically, but then nobody, everybody who sees is just gonna say you're African. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. And it's also it's not, it's also it. not like a, it's not like a tick mark on a ballot block box or <laughs> some shit either. <laughs> <laughs> me. but it's not enough for me to like want to like take the streets about it but sometimes it always bugs me but yeah um they don't give a, they don't give a damn where you came from you're skin dark african american you know what i mean or african in general but yeah anyways um crap i lost my train of thought what was i going oh yeah here's the thing right when mm-hmm. fight or flight hits somebody 
You get what I mean? First instinct is to run. Second instinct is to fight back. You will experience like some of your strongest moments. You know what I mean? Like, or like, there's been moments where I've been surprised and I've like ended up doing something that I didn't know I was actually capable of, just in the moment in fear. You feel what I mean? So, mm-hmm. in certain situations where you get somebody in a fight or flight situation, they're going. They, they may exhibit like superhuman yeah. strength that you're not used to. You know what I mean? And you, that doesn't mean. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that they're on some kind of drug. You know what I mean? I think the people who are on drugs obviously just, you know, the drugs bring that shit out for them too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that is also like that strength didn't come out of nowhere. It's in, it's like innate in people. Yeah. I like to think uh, black, you know, Africans have like tend to be a little bit stronger from the get go. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I feel like there's yeah. a lot of other races out there that they have to work a little harder. Mm-hmm. I feel like we get an edge at the beginning. Not saying that all Africans are going to be stronger than everyone, but just saying, I feel like Africans get an edge at the beginning. But to to go back to the conversations, like what is an officer to do when you would think the chokehold is supposed to be like the the non-lethal version of an arrest? Uh, The problem is, too, is that they don't let up at all. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. get the suspect on the ground. He's not passed out yet, but you have him on the ground. You have him on the ground and it's done. You have him handcuffed, but yet you keep your knee on his neck or you keep applying pressure to those points. You're not trying to do anything. So, when when people are trying to ask for the ban of chokeholds in the first place, mm-hmm. they obviously they like the more intelligent ones obviously know there has to be another like some type of another system in place that allows a police officer to do their job if the situation calls for it. So yeah. they're asking for more non lethal or more. Uh, this de-escalating uh, procedures, which yeah. cops don't learn how to de-escalate shit. It just goes up from a point. Um, yeah. So I was talking to our buddy about like, like what was going on and everything. And then um, I, I, I think this was also part of the 13th uh, doc. And they were saying like, since cops aren't trained to de-escalate in order to get you on something, they have to escalate it. No, it wasn't on the 13th. It was on something else I was watching. Um, they, they try the they try to get you to get into a state of mind. So, uh, it can escalate so they can arrest you. So, so like if you get, I, yeah, police, like if you get irate about something, if they keep asking you, do you have drugs? You're trying to score. They want you. They trying to escalate that situation so you can want you act the way, act the way they want you to act, so they can book you on nothing. Yeah. At the end of the day, or they could try to book you. Oh, the first thing is like being resisting arrest, uh, battery or something like that. Yeah. Um, battery on a Leo. Yeah. Or something like that. And yeah. I'm not going to say this like 
entire details but uh, our buddy was like he was telling me like a lot of stuff and i was like they really wanted something to go down like they one stopped you in a in a car full of brown people mm-hmm. and you all over a tail light in fact so the fact that the tail light was out could have been hey you know your tail lights out i was like oh sorry officer didn't know I need everybody's license in the car now. No, <laughs> that's what that escalated to instead of, Hey, did you know your tail light was out? When I got pulled over with my mom in the car, uh, it, one of y'all gotta be fucked up. So it was a, it was a female officer. Uh, she, she asked, um, where are you going? I said, Oh, uh, just coming from Taco Bell going home. And she said, did you know your, um, well, the reason why I'm pulling you over is that your lights are off. And I was, and she, she said, did you know? And I was like, I was like, honestly, no, I didn't. I turned them off because uh, we were waiting for like such a long time at the, at the window. I turned off my car, turned off my lights. Mm-hmm. When we went, I f- completely forgot to turn them back on. I'm sorry about that. And she was like, okay, well, I'm going to give you a warning. Just make sure your lights on and go on home. I was like, cool. Thanks. Yeah. Um, honestly, that could have went so much worse, but, uh, (laughs) like, do you think that, um, women police officers are less like aggressive and these, um, as opposed to male because they're less operating on like testosterone and mm, need to like dominate over somebody else? No. Um, I do think females in general are more um, are more considerate and more empathetic than the male their male counterparts. But as far as the officer goes, I feel like they have, in some cases, they have more to prove because they're a female. So if they pull over a male, they might have to show a little bit more dominance to say, even though you might be bigger than me. I'm gonna still whoop your ass uh, if if the situation comes to that part, you know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. they they might come already with um with yeah, a little impression. bit more empathy or with a little bit more empathy uh, yeah, than their their male counterparts. The their male counterparts might come up with the aggression like off rip, but yeah. like they, they might come with more empathy. But once you give them like a little hassle, then they'll get they'll get aggressive on you. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I, don't know. I feel like this. I don't know. Am I like maybe my perceptive of things? I feel like I'm more likely to run into a male officer mm-hmm. that is kind of like waiting for some shit to happen, as opposed. I feel like a, a female officer is just I don't know, just doing their job <laughs> in most cases. You know what I mean? Because I, yeah. I mean, like even like I hang around. Um, I like to think of it almost like jocks in a sense. You know what I mean? They're very like down, like they're waiting for some shit to go down and they want some shit to go down. And, you know, yeah. even that sometimes they'll even try to make some shit happen so it'll go down and shit like that is how I like to yeah. think about like male officers. I think it's just like inherent in a lot of males. You know what I mean? I can't say all because I'm definitely not like that. But um, yeah, <laughs> I think it's inherent in a lot of males who are, um, you know what I mean, who consider themselves, this is quotation hands with like my quotation like fingers and whatnot i'm like alpha they consider themselves alpha i'm saying it for everybody who can't see 
yeah 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 i don't know man yeah. it's 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 an odd situation to be caught out man like the, the last thing i want nowadays is just be arrested and the fact that the blm support is kind of like dropping off and falling off yeah it, it's sad to see but it doesn't surprise me you get what yeah. i mean people i, I see a lot of people yeah i'm sorry there's a bunch no of i was <laughs> we're trying so hard not to step on each other's feet <laughs> there's, there's a bunch of people um who will jump on it you know what i mean like you said there's a person who just took a picture real quick pretending that they were helping rebuild something in the community or something yeah like that. i support black lives and then as soon as the camera went off they hopped in their car and like dipped or something like yeah. that right there's so many people out there that are just doing it just for appearances sake you know what i mean and then there's the actual people who are doing it because this is something that they actually care about actually passionate about it i don't feel like you know what i mean i don't feel like they get my spotlight after like the hype goes down i don't know if i'm making yeah. sense but once the no, hype no, goes no. down they'll, they'll still be screaming and then like it's slowly the spotlight starts to slowly shift to something else yeah. i see um and they're desperately trying to shift the narrative like shift the spotlight mm-hmm. uh They've been trying to shift the narrative, but a lot of I think a lot of vocal people have been like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, this is what they want. This is what we're doing." So mm-hmm. there's a difference. Um, but like every time Trump opens his goddamn mouth, he's trying to change the narr- like change the spotlight on something. If it's not coronavirus today, is uh, is BLM the next? You know, um, and then it's like Korea. What happened in North Korea and South Korea? Like. I think a week or two ago and it's just it's just dumb <laughs> but um I, I have seen a lot of people trying to keep uh the focus up there and I and I do appreciate it and I've been my best trying my best to keep focus this is the reason why and I don't feel this anymore I think I remember telling you I don't know if it was on the podcast or just in general is that mm. I felt bad for continuing to watch stuff that makes me feel angry. Uh, and I wanted that anger to go away. So I stopped watching it. Mm, I can't do that anymore. And I need to keep watching it one because it's showing me what I need to do, what I can do to change, um, situations. So, yeah, and I never mean me and Aaron talk about it all the goddamn time. I never talk about it with anybody else, but we like me and Aaron have a lot of plans, not just for uh, ourselves, but for everybody. And whether that's homeless, that's black people right now, it's like, it's very focused on black people. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the, the end goal is to always focus on black people, but it's for black people, homeless, and uh low income and then eventually it'll it'll everything will branch out and then we'll just be like (sighs) i could i could finally take a i could finally take a breath and be like finally we made this we made this uh we made this happen but like the, the only issue with everything and i hate it and this is why i said it so many podcasts ago where I'm like, I wish we would go to back to like the, uh, the like the quid thing, pro right? the quid pro quo situation. Like, yeah, money money needs to go away because yeah. everything we can like 
there's nothing stopping us from doing anything except money. Yeah. The fact that we have none. Right. Mm -hmm. So is why I started picking up an interest in stock trading, why he does the stuff he does while everybody's like trying to find a way to make money either quick or more Mm -hmm financially stable money is like also a goal like you know having like your eight hour job part-time job full-time whatever the case and getting paid 10 to 12 dollars an hour ain't very sustainable right uh like i've been i've been finances is something i've always been thinking about like well starting 2019 right was i've really dug into it right I laid out a three-year plan and then like anything extra, I plan to do it like after that three-year plan is over and things are like where I want them to be at. But here's the thing. I think whether we use money or not, I think the situation would still more or less be the same, even in like uh, another dimension, you know what I mean? Or another world out there where we don't use money. Because I feel like, if we had something that we wanted to do and we had to mm-hmm. exchange a favor to be able to do it, they um, would probably look like anybody else who's up there. Like, let's say it was like Marvel Studios or something. Like, we had this one dope black, you know, Panther movie idea and stuff that we wanted to do. And we're like, well, nothing that you, you can't offer us any favors that we want. You know what I mean? And uh, mm-hmm. so, no. <laughs> and I feel like that's what it would turn out to be. <laughs> well, it's not the fact that you, as a nobody, go up to this huge company and ask for a quid pro quo situation. Yeah. It's more the lines of like, and what I gave the example of is like, if you have a chicken and I have mm-hmm. carrots, how about I give you 25 pounds of carrots so for three chickens? So that way you can have vegetables and I can have meat. Mm. it's not or, def- eggs. It's, or <laughs> eggs whatever the case uh yeah so it's not the case of hey and is and it's also not like trying to get money to pay for uh social justice it's mm trying to get money to improve the lives of people so like one of the things is um for like homeless shelters uh where we live we only have a we have like two homeless shelters and they're packed to capacity capacity every goddamn day Mm -hmm. so what i want to do is create a system that allows uh, that acts as a homeless shelter, but also acts as a reintroduction back into society. So what this place would do is get you a job through our merits, our rapport with people and like our connections uh, with a set employer uh, are good. So they'll be willing to hire anybody we try to recommend. So one, we give you a job Two, you start gaining a little bit of money we give you a time limit which we're, where we would think you should be okay so you can move out get your own place or like start going from there that being said too there's not a lot of lo- low income housing available on where we stay so that was going to be another thing we build these apartment complexes everywhere so we can have low income houses that way families like mine yours this homeless person that just got 
uh, his life together can afford something that's not going to kill him and put him back out on the streets. Facts. Facts. So stuff like that. But that like with the homeless people, those type and we've me and Aaron talked about it before is like they have to show an ounce of wanting to change. Right. Yeah. You can't just be like, like I have, I have, yeah, I, I have a family member that like does go to work, but he still does the stuff that he still wants to do. Right. Yeah. And then you're not trying to build your wealth anymore. You're just trying to get your quick fix in. Mm-hmm. It's like you, apparently you just don't care about money, but the money is the one thing that allows you to, have the recreation that you are allowed you yeah that you're not even allowed yeah the recreation that you're that's destroying you you you're using it you're using your money to continue that habit but i mean there was stuff like that where we're like we'll try to have like counselors to help out therapists like to get people to help they need maybe they can hopefully do this through that but money is a factor it's not to say this right but doesn't like people if they don't want to help themselves man you can't help them and those aren't the people we're accepting and uh, me me and him already me and aaron talked about this if we have the people that come in that just looking for you know hot meals and and a place Mm -hmm. to stay you can't stay here then right i hate to be i hate yeah i hate to be rude to you but you're not staying here Right now, that being said, it also came to my mind is like those people are just looking for a place to stay and something to eat. How about I still, if I had the money, donate to the Salvation Army so they can build another uh, facility to house people? Because right now they just got the one. Right. And they probably got very limited beds. They don't get a lot of money funding from the government. So here, here's. Uh, $210,000 to build uh, this other facility, make sure it has uh, cots, beds, a kitchen, this, whatever you need to have made, get it made mm-hmm. so that yeah. these people aren't sleeping out under bridges on the streets by the courthouse, this, that, and, and another. Yeah. But my, my facility is going to help try to get them jobs and a place to stay. Yeah. While yeah. yours is just en- enabling, honestly. <laughs> There's been like a lot of situations where I see like that would help out a lot because I know somebody specifically, right, that I met within like, uh, I think earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. I met this guy, he was helping me out a lot. Dude was a hard worker, you know what I mean? When he gets down to work, no one's got complaints for him. You know what I mean? Apart mm-hmm. from like one recreational uh, thing that he does that everybody else does, which is smoke weed. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? But um, it, he didn't have any, you know, any real faults except for the fact that when he was uh, a little bit more younger th- than he is now, you know what I mean? I still mm-hmm. consider him to be young. That he messed up and he caught a he caught a charge. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I'm guessing that's like just his situation where he was and who he grew up around. You know what I mean? That's probably just how, like, you know what I mean? He, he grew up around it and he was like, this is what makes me cool with the homies. This is what makes me feel accepted and I'm down for my dogs and stuff like that, right? So he probably ended up, he went around and like did something that caught him a charge. And now to be bouncing in between the jobs because of a situation like that, yet yeah, he's such mm-hmm. a hard worker in general. Yeah. It kind of, 
kind of gets to me sometimes, yeah. you know what I mean? Because basically yeah. the system just ended his life. You know what I yeah. mean? And yeah, the system is yeah. fucked. Yeah. They're just gonna keep him off of like section eight and off and like then the same even though even though like there's supposed to be no discriminatory uh practices at a workplace, but like they'll be like we're equal opportunity, no matter if you're black, white, trans, bi, gay, whatever the case. But they still discriminate if you have a record. Regardless, like when when they go to do that background check, it doesn't say what that what you got charged for. It just says been in jail. It's like cool, not hired. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! You want? Can you talk to the guy or the the female, the woman, whatever, um, to see why he was thrown in jail? Maybe it was over nothing. Maybe it was 50 years ago and he's reformed. Maybe it was 13 years ago and he's reformed. So it shouldn't matter in the first place. Uh, If that person, he doesn't like, he doesn't give you a reason not to trust him. He's coming in for a job. The moment he give you a reason not to trust him, then you can fire him or then you can let him go. But the, up until then, this is a blank slate. There's no, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, they assume that because this person's got this, that obviously means that this person's a problem. You know what I mean? And they're going mm-hmm. to cause problems later. And like, then when they cause problems, your boss, their boss is going to be asking him, human yeah. resources, whoever's in charge of hiring, if you knew he had this on his thing, why did you let this man in my company or my building? It's very, it's, it's filled yeah. with a bunch of people who are unempathetic well, and not necessarily yeah. grounded to earth to understand. But this is, this is why why everybody also say the system is fucked like one we grew up in these shitty ass neighborhoods because there's not a lot of money pulled uh back into the community right uh so there's no room to grow sometimes our communities don't have a lot of places to go to to get a job even a decent job now luckily um, where we live is like very small compared to like bigger cities and like the world has expanded like a ton since the 60s. Um, but you can only imagine like growing up in a small town where you have a corner store, you might have like a pharmacy down the road, but other than that, you might have to drive t- like 20 minutes into town, 15, 30 minutes in, into town to get like to a Walmart or something like that. Yeah. So you only have like so little resources. So what do you do in that case? Especially if you can't drive 30 minutes or even walk, thir- you know, it won't, a 30 minute walk is not even the case if, if the drive is 30 minutes. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but uh, if you have to walk like an hour and a half to get the, to work or something like that, maybe a bus doesn't even come to your area because it's deemed as a unsafe and, you know, unsafe location. So they don't even have bus stops over there. That's from our city that we elected continue these redlining like practices, even though they say redlining doesn't exist, they continue it uh, and tell us this is where, based off your income, this is the only place where you can live. Right? Yeah. Uh, and it's small, it's like small things like that, you know what I mean? So, like, listen to Jordan Lucas, uh, Jordan Lucas's song, right? And uh, when he's like, I'm not racist, 
when the yeah. when the when that black actor or Tony Lucas's voice in that song screams out, this shit was planned. Sometimes, man, I sit there and I think about it. I'm like, it definitely like. You know what I mean? So you mm-hmm. guys go ahead and write all these laws to make it seem like, okay, we can go out and get a job. But there's, there's these sub rules, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and here's the thing. I think the government in general is trying to like, uh, you can, you can, you can, you can correct me if I'm like, you know, if you don't feel the same, but I feel like the government is putting these rules out in public so everybody can see. Right. But then mm-hmm. I think the public businesses, right which can be owned by somebody who's racist or somebody who doesn't quite understand what it's like to live in these situations, they are making their own set of rules. You know what I mean? Where did the credit system come from? And stuff like that. I feel like it's just another system to just like keep us from like being able to succeed. You know what I mean? No, no, it, I don't, it, I do not disagree yeah. with that. <laughs> but um, I feel like it's to continue like the, the public businesses, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's not even just, it's, it's uh, not even the business because the business, well, businesses do lobby mm-hmm. like big, big business do lobby for certain laws. I forget uh, what I think is Alec or something like that. They write a ton of laws that they then give to they uh to their politician constituents so that it could be put in front of Congress and maybe it could be passed or something like that. I think it's called mm-hmm. Alec. Um Yeah. Or something like that. No, 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 no. I don't know. I gotta find it later. But um Yeah, I'm not finding it. A and but they yeah it's called alec and but what i was saying earlier too is that it doesn't stop at like discrimination like the these laws that um that the federal and then sometimes the state government makes uh is designed to keep people subjugated at the same time. Yeah. So, you know, we get put into these neighborhoods. Like, here's the whole train. Here's the whole train of thought. We get put into these neighborhoods where we can't, like, afford anything. And obviously, you want to afford stuff so you can get out of the situation that you're in. So you try to get a job. You can't get a job because there's no jobs around you. So what do you do in the neighborhood that's apparent everywhere? You sell drugs, right? Drugs. You get caught for selling drugs. You go to jail for selling drugs. Nah, you, you get you get you got a record. You're in there for God knows how long. You finally get out, and then then you come back to to a world that's like, hey, we've improved since the last time you've been here. We actually have jobs now. Go get one. You try to go get one. Now you got a felony record, so now they won't let you have one. <laughs> right and then on top of it there's situations uh where you're like you want to be a better person and you're like like you me we know how to be a better person it's like this person like the election's coming up right this person does not need to be president anymore this person doesn't need to be mayor anymore governor congressman all that stuff get this person out right because he's done stuff that affected my community and myself and doesn't 
try to fix it. So I'm going to vote them out. But as a felon, you don't have the right to vote anymore. They stripped that away from you. Oh, shit. (laughs) Right. So now. Yeah. It, it was and it was I'm gonna pull up the thirteenth amendment and maybe I could send it to you um yeah. it abolishes slavery, right, but it also doesn't, so there's a caveat to the thirteenth amendment um slavery as a person owning another person is abolished unless you are you are convicted of a crime and then modern day slavery is people inmates uh either tending the fields they don't get yeah. paid for shit tending the fields yeah. um making products for companies sewing stitching other 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 stuff um and it, it's not like and this is where for profit prisons come from so you get to have because they have like an entire free work force behind them you want to keep that workforce going so you're going to give cops incentives to To book people you Mm -hmm. like companies are paying for this jail to keep bringing people in because they're making Instead of going to China and getting it, getting your iPhones made for 11 cents, right? You can get your iPhone made by inmate for free. For free. <laughs> and that's that's what bugs me, right? I feel like if they were like, because um, I feel like if somebody's in prison and they needed to serve their time for the crime that they did, right? I don't, I have I have problem with that being for profit for someone else. You get what I mean? If they had them working ten in the fields, but this is like just farm work that helps local businesses around the area, or like non nonprofit places or places, you know what I mean? Work that actually yeah. means something, as opposed to then just like sending them off to uh, make iPhones to help this other big corporation yeah. make money off of inmates' hard work and sweat. That bugs me a lot. Yeah, because like, I found it feels like slavery. Yeah, I found the text that uh, that states it. It says neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as a punishment for crime, whereof whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. So slavery is okay. It's not okay unless you've committed a crime. Then it's fine. But you have to be duly you have to be duly commit convicted, and there's a shit ton of people in jail and never had a trial. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it's, 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 it's super fucked, and and just looking at it, you know what I mean? It's like on paper, things are supposed to be okay, but like how okay. shit's actually playing out is not how shit is. Yeah. This you know this is I mean? also it's, like. Yeah. Like when I heard like the the um the argument of amending the 13th uh amendment I was like that's the one that abolished slavery what what was no we shouldn't amend it I was very very much unaware of the entire like text right 
Mm-hmm. Now I see why they said we need to amend the 13th Amendment. Yeah. Because it like just it's 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 text it's, just fucked. It, and it and it and it proves that we we haven't learned anything. It like it just like I'm like in general for this, right? It needs to be something that's worth it. You get what I mean? If they're going to be putting prisoners or convicted felons to work, right? It mm-hmm. needs to be something that's worth it. And for one, the people who are doing this need to have gone through a trial. Here's the thing. There shouldn't yeah. be one, and, I, and, I, and I've said this before, and, and um, but, or I've thought this before. Um, it's cool that you want like there's there's some jails that have a program Mm -hmm. to try to reintroduce to society and then you have them do this or something like that but i think you probably should pay these people that's doing the work like you have to be the people that they get to go out to do uh street labor or something like that or they have factories with these people they are the one like they are still very selective on who gets to go. So if you're on your best behavior, then you get to go outside and pick up trash. If you're on your best behavior, you could be in this factory and sew these clothes until your nails bleed oh or your to your fingertips bleed. You have to be on your best behavior to do it. Since you're yeah. being that selective on who gets to go, you should pay them. And I ain't saying like pay them 25 cents an hour. No, pay them an actual wage. Then maybe, and they don't want to do this, then maybe they could probably post their own bail. Huh? And if they could post their own, if they could post their own fucking bail, then you ain't got them in there in your system no more. And they could hop, like hoop and holler all goddamn day talking about we don't want our jails at capacity either. That's more work for us. This, that, and another. But y'all not doing anything to prove to us that that's the case. You still arresting people off a little shit. You still for dumb shit. Yeah, like people you're not even looking for get thrown in jail (laughs) for for also being the same color as the person you're looking for. Yeah, right. It's dumb. It's dumb. Everything's dumb. The world is dumb. Is. This is why. This is why I have no pride as an American anymore. And and I, me full on saying that I know. Um, here's what I know. America is still one of, uh, the U.S. I should say is still one of the greatest place places in this na- in this world. That yeah. you get especially you the to allow for speech like this. Mm-hmm. In the first place, there's many places, m- many places in this world you can't even speak openly without getting your tongue cut off, right? Yeah. Or something like, happening to your family, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I full on get the U.S. is like one of the best places in this world to live, but God damn it, if it doesn't make it harder if they don't make it hard for people of non-white skin pigments to succeed. <laughs> they make it tough, man. They make it tough. And like the few of us that make it out, 
you know what I mean, are the mm-hmm. ones whose parents were around back in the day and experienced that, here's, here's what the thing. happened to somebody else. That's, that's, was it? I, I was watching this person and they were talking and she was saying the people that make it out of their situations are flukes and you can't compare the rest of the population to a fluke. Yeah. So if there's a hundred people and 1% made it out, you can't expect the other 99% to also make it out. Yeah. It, it just doesn't work that way. I mean, if only it's like that, that, that 1%. Like to think there's, something, there's something like, there's something in place to stopping the rest of them from making it out. Yeah. It's like, if, like, it's like, amount, really? yeah. I forgot to, there's, um, um, there was a weird stat that came out like a couple of weeks ago. We're at an hour, so I don't want to spend too much time on this. Um, there was a weird stat that came out a couple of weeks ago that um, that was that um, calculated the amount of black leaders in the corporate ro- corporate world, and I think it was like under ten percent. Everybody else is white, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. Wow. <laughs> and on top of that though like let's say it's like a movie director or something like that right mm-hmm. they don't get as much work as a um white movie director to be yeah. honest with you you know what i mean they'll, they'll be famous for the work people will love their work but they still like don't get put on a pedestal as the same as some of the white directors that are out there you know what i mean yeah it's almost like uh you know for a black director he's fucking dope or something like that, something similar to that. You know what I mean? And it's very, yeah. and you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, I highly dislike that. You know? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> climb out isn't easy, yeah. man. It's tough. You know? There, I can't. Here's can't here's imagine. here's the thing I found. It's um, yeah. there are only there are currently only four black CEOs of Fortune 500 companies, and none of them are women. <laughs> Like that's another thing. One, there's only four black four black people as uh, CEO, and then another thing, none of them are women. <laughs> They're all men. So on top of like women not getting ahead, and black people also not getting that far ahead. <laughs> now there's there's just like there's there's everything, and then how much how many? What's the percentage of, that we make up of the population? Twelve percent. Of us. Oh, you said twelve percent. Okay, okay, okay. My bad. I thought you were percent. talking about a pop, uh, of uh, black people who own like profitable oh, no. companies. No, no, no. no. Well, no. This one is a different stat. A uh, okay. uh, percentage of the population that is black is twelve percent. Twelve percent, forty-two million, according to the twenty ten census, and then and That's then a small number, man. Multiracial. Racial African Americans make up fourteen percent of the total U.S. population. That that twelve yeah. percent is in, or that fourteen percent is included in the twelve percent. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> there are a hundred and ninety-five thousand CEOs in the U.S., and out of that, one hundred ninety-five thousand. Four black. <laughs> Four black. Yeah. Of Fortune 500 companies. Yeah, of Fortune 500. Yeah, that's, that should be said. Yeah. 
Oh my god. <laughs> man, it's wild, man. It's wild. And it, it, it's 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 just the system that's like constantly going on, you know what I mean? Where we're we're going to the store to pick up something, we get frisked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just just to, to find any reason to like just toss us in jail. If they, you know, if 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 they if we're on their bad day, maybe it's a good day for them. They're really just trying to catch somebody and that's how they have fun. <laughs> you know Who I mean? knows? They book us, we get convicted, and you know what I mean? They did the crime, they gotta do the time, is what they say, but a lot of times you ain't do shit. <laughs> yeah. And then uh um, man. The system the system's definitely fucked, man. Because I used yeah. to think about it a lot back in the day. Especially, you know, they, they on paper, the rules, the 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 amendments and everything, they look good on paper for the most part. Minus the fucking 13th, what I say, you, you, unless you've been convicted of a crime, then. A well, slave. that's but, that's how a lot of the rules are passed, too, is yeah. the fact that. Like, it always starts off by saying and, and I forget it was on the ballot, like, I think two years ago. And it was like um, about women uh, and their accusers, uh, like rape accusers and stuff like that. It was like, I think if I remember properly, it was like um, women are given the right to uh, a trial or to um, – to see their accuser get put in jail or something like that. Some, some, some crazy like that. But, and then there was a comma, but the accuser is allowed to see their vic, the victim, uh, alleged victim or something like that. It was like very fucked. I don't remember it very properly, but it was like, wait, no, 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 that doesn't make any sense. Why are you, if, if it's okay for this lady to come out and say that man I'm accusing him of rape. Mm. Like I get what their mind is trying to say, but it's like, I'm accusing this guy of rape and I want to go to trial. Cool. Boom, bam, bang. We go to trial. But if they're, I I don't think it's necessary for this uh, now accused gentleman to be like, to have a confrontation now with the victim because that doesn't sound that doesn't sound right yeah uh, intimidation time or something like, like there's that, right? some type of intimidation time. there's like that would like manipulation manipulate the situation yeah yeah, 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 yeah. it just doesn't make sense like i'm like everybody just go to trial you get accused of this if you're innocent you can battle that out in court if uh if she's a liar boom there should be a punishment for that as of right now. I mean, yeah. in the, it's there is a punishment. Yeah. that There is a punishment for it. But when it comes to like the, uh, internet space, there isn't a punishment for it, especially if there's no, um, police filing that goes on after that. If there's just like, uh, I'm accusing this guy of being an ass, by doing this, this, and that, and you didn't, if and you don't file a police report after that, then nothing happens, mm-hmm. right? To either party, this person is going to go scot free on everything. If she lies, she gets to just be canceled for the time being, and she might get, she might come back a little later, you know. Yeah. Same thing yeah. with the guy; he gets canceled, then he might come back. Might, right? Yeah. yeah. A lot of people don't forget, <laughs> but then again. 
this is Twitch we're talking about. A lot of people could be like, fuck this guy, fuck that guy. This guy disappears. Guy disappears for like three years. He comes back and his chat is like blowing up. Hey, fuck you, but there's 40,000 people sitting there watching him. That's Twitch. That's the internet. Yeah. Right? And then like probably getting donations out the ass, getting follows out the ass, just like, because especially if he uh has it in follower only mode and maybe he has TTS hiked up to like $10 for whatever reason, people still pay the $10 to shit talk somebody. Uh, I see that so fucking often in, in like Pokey's yeah. chat. Like, yeah. like it's like, I mean, she doesn't have her TTS up that high, but she might have it at $2 and then there'd be like, Hey, fuck you Pokey. And it's like, did you really just give me money to say fuck me? Thank you for your money, <laughs> dummy. Like that makes zero sense. And one, uh, you're probably still sitting in my chat. <laughs> like getting me those ad views. You probably sat you, there and watch the ad too. <laughs> yeah, you're giving me ad views. You giving me like, uh, like I could go, like you could go to a meeting after this, and it's like I have. 60,000 concurrent viewers on any given day regardless of if those concurrent viewers are loyal fans or not she can still use you as a statistic i can still use you as a, as a, as a stat right yeah, yeah yeah so and then it's like well how many of those are are going to follow through it's like and she probably has a metric on that already that's like 80 percent will follow through on whatever i promote right yeah so regardless if you the you're the incel in chat saying fuck you pokey throwing five dollars at her face mm-hmm. i mean i'm not her or like not even five dollars because i know with paypal you can rebuke a chart or you can refund a charge or something like that saying it was by accident or some shit mm-hmm. uh even if you throw bits at her <laughs> she keeps those bits there's no refund policy on bits Main reason why bits were created <laughs> is because streamers were getting a lot of, hey, I'm uh I actually need that money I gave you, donated to you back. Can you refund what that to me? Yeah. No, there's No, I like Was it uh no Pokey Pokey uh read like one of hers uh on stream before. And it made me laugh so hard. I think like this dude donated a hundred dollars to say something nice to Pokey. Messaged her a week later saying, Hey, like this was at the beginning of the pandemic. It was like, Hey, uh, this pandemic hit me really hard and we we're like scratching for money. Can you refund that hundred dollars? <laughs> so she had to go through all her donations to find this guy one hundred, his one hundred dollars. And I think there was another guy that donated $5 and asked for the exact same thing. And it was like, if you didn't have $5 to give, you shouldn't have gave it in the first place. Like after the, after, after she understood like the guy with the $100. Yeah. But with, at $5, she did. I, I don't know if she gave that back or she just said, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, at that point, I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> Five whole dollars. Try to get $5 back. That'd be bad. 
Man, no, it's crazy. No, there's, there's people with like the intention of just straight up ruining somebody though. Those yeah. those are the ones I was talking about before. Like they legit, this was a plan. I'm gonna send all this money. I'm what? Give it some time to marinate. Hopefully she spends it. And then I'm going to like bam, refund. You know what all I right. mean? So now we should we should we should end the that. podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, but I've been seeing this. I've been looking at this, and I and it just uh, occurred to me: it, there's a Google question. It's like, what are the three human races? Did you know there were three human races? Nah. Why are we labeled into three separate human races? Uh, <laughs> Is uh, like an actual article? Did somebody make this? That it's a thing. Uh, so the three main human races are the Caucasoids, the Mongoloids, and the Negroids. What? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, why is this a thing? Caucasians. <laughs> okay, I see the one for black food. I don't feel like saying that one. <laughs> and mongoloid? It's yeah. Like, it's just like Asians, black people, and Caucasians. Yeah. Is that like the three that they just split it all into? That basically... <laughs> basically why did you need to split it why is it labeled for real but hey we should end the podcast yeah we should end the podcast (laughs) (laughs) all right everybody thank you for listening to episode 52 of the nerd hour podcast if you have problems with anything that we said comments are very much appreciated we can argue with you there or we can agree with you there whatever you want to say we'll we'll try to uh yes uh links of everything are in the description of the box below all right bye deuces